Welcome to the Resilient and Soulful Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Pali and I am the founder of Souls Lemonade, a place for Asian female entrepreneurs who want to actualize their dreams and ambitions despite the adversities they've faced or are facing. Women who care about building a business that will create impact, community and empowerment. I believe our superpower is our resiliency and with it we can build empires, wear all the hats and heal deep ancestral and cultural wounds that have long held back the women who came before us. Are you ready? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Resilient and Soulful Entrepreneur Podcast. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about the different phases of lead generation and really how your message should be reflecting those phases and what that should look like. So I'm going to be giving you some examples in this episode because it's important that you understand that many different people will be at different stages in that lead generation ladder. And I am going to explain these different phases. But for now, I want you to just keep in mind that your goal should be to move people from the awareness phase all the way down to the experience phase. And I'm going to be covering all of these. So grab yourself a pen and paper because we've got lots to go through. And I want to give you some really useful tips in order to understand how you can really utilize these different phases to your advantage so that you know that you're putting the right messages in the right places and ultimately you're getting those clients through the door, you're getting those people into your email list, you're getting those people into your containers because really that's what we want to be doing to make the most amount of impact. We need to be getting people into our containers and of course you can offer them things like free support but what we want to do ultimately to make the biggest kind of impact is to create revenue in your business so that you can create impact on an even bigger scale. So let's jump into it. The first phase I want to talk about is awareness. So this is really where your audience is going to be finding you organically or through ads. This is a very high level message. There's not really much direct selling in this kind of message because imagine someone coming up to you on the street trying to sell you something. That's kind of what it feels like when you're trying to sell to someone that hasn't really had any sort of interaction with you before. It's much easier to sell to someone who understands who you are, they know you, they like you, they've built trust with you. So selling in this kind of message isn't really going to land well. So think about the kind of content that would have a far wide reach. So for this kind of example, I would use something like Instagram Reels because they're mostly served to people outside of your immediate audience. And also you could argue that carousels are also served more widely to people that you don't follow. Of course, people in your audience will see these too. But if you're trying to get new people into your audience, then you want to be focusing your strategy around things like reels, carousels. For me anyway, carousels perform really well with those audiences who aren't already in my community. So this is a really good way to attract new people to you and to really build out that awareness phase. This could also be done with ads. So if you're trying to bring new people into your audience or you're trying to promote something, using this kind of message as an awareness, like as a first point of call where someone is meeting you for the first time, thinking about how you can adapt your messaging to really help you in this awareness phase is going to be so useful for you. It's going to help you start building know, like and trust with people who potentially would end up working with you. So awareness is the first phase. The second phase is the lead phase and this is where a person will decide whether they want to stay in your community or not. For example on Instagram your lead phase would essentially be someone has seen say a reel that you've posted or a carousel or a grid post. They've come onto your profile and they've read your bio and they've made a decision in that moment whether they are going to stay in your audience. So make sure your bio is really concise so it answers the question for that potential client. Are they going to get value from your page? Are they going to get what they need from you from your 
your free content that is going to warrant them wanting to stay within your audience or follow you. So this is really where you can start building up those leads. And I wouldn't say that these are necessarily very hot leads at this point. These are probably just kind of warm leads because they haven't actually signed up for anything in particular with you. They've just made that first commitment to follow you and to be in your audience and to consume your free content. Another lead phase is also when someone opts in to something like a lead magnet. For example, if you have a masterclass or if you have a free training or a free course, anything like this is going to build up your email list. And those people who take that next step, that next commitment become warmer leads. And those are the people that you're going to start nurturing. So the nurture phase is what we're going to be discussing next. The nurture phase mostly is where you're going to be moving people from that awareness phase into a kind of solution driven message. So this is where you will be speaking to people maybe on stories because that's much more intimate than your grid. People who are consuming your media on stories are really connecting with you as a person. They're really getting to know you. They're getting to know who you are. So doing things like a video series on your stories, showing your face, showing a bit of your life, if it's relevant to what you're doing and being very intentional with that message is going to help build that trust. It's going to really nurture your audience. And when you eventually do have something that they can opt in for, it's more likely that they're going to sign up for that. And then that nurture phase continues within your emails and you can use similar content across your social media and your emails. You just need to know how to slightly tweak that message so people are getting a slightly different refined version of it because they'll be at different points in their journey and you can tweak your message to be really intentional here. You can tweak your message to do the thing it's supposed to do at the phase of the journey that that person is in. Any type of media that you're using is going to be really really important. For example my podcast is used in the nurture phase because people People who are sitting here with me, listening to me, listening to my voice in this kind of intimate setting where you've chosen to seek out this podcast, that's a much deeper experience than someone just looking at my grid post. Someone who's going onto my stories is probably not as committed as someone who is on my podcast because this is a lot longer. This is such rich media. I know that I'm going to give my best stuff here. I'm going to give my best content in my podcast because those people have committed to listening to me. Those people have committed to wanting to work with me in this way even if they can't come into my containers yet, this media is really going to act as a bridge between the nurture and the sale phase. This is why you need to think about how you're posting your message and where you're posting it because it's important that you refine and you tweak and you understand where those people are in their journey and what kind of content they'll want to be seeing at that phase in the lead generation ladder. The next phase I want to talk about is the sale or close phase. This will kind of look like if you're selling on discovery calls or if you're doing it via email or even in the DMs. And one of the most important aspects of the sale phase is really having a sales page. So for whatever program that you have, a sales page is going to be really, really useful. And it gives you that extra layer of credibility because you're taking your business seriously because you created a page where people can get all that information that they need. And remember, your sales page acts as you when you're not on and you're not in your business and you're not doing that thing or you're not selling directly in a discovery call. That sales page is going to act as a bridge so that people can come and see what you're about and they can buy your program if they want to or they can sign up or they can fill out an application form you know whatever your sales phase looks like so think about how you can build this into what you're doing think about how you can create something that's going to allow you to sell even when you're not on and you're not selling directly so be very intentional with the kind of message that you use here and of course you can have sales messages on Instagram a lot of people get a bit confused because there's so many different phases and it can become a little bit blurred 
between am I allowed to post sales posts on my grid? You are, of course you are. You want to be promoting your offers and your containers and your programs, but there's a way to do it where it doesn't feel like salesy. There's a way to really get that message across. And this is something that I am teaching inside my one-to-one coaching programs. This is something that I want people to get right because once you get this right, once you start creating that momentum, it becomes so much easier to get people into your containers and it becomes so intuitive. So the next phase I want to talk about is the experience phase. And this is arguably one of the most important phases. And this is when people come into your containers. I often see people who talk about marketing, not talking about this phase, which is really strange because it's kind of like you've done the job, you've got the sale. But now this part is really, really important. This is where you provide value and you provide the service to the person who's already paid to be in your space, to be in your container. This layer is going to add the most amount of credibility to your service, to your offer, to your program. And it's going to show other people in your audience that people are taking what you're doing seriously. People are investing in you as a coach, as a healer, as whatever you are. It doesn't matter. People are taking that step to work with you. And if you can provide the best service, it's not only going to boost your brand, but it's going to create a really amazing community of people who will advocate for your business. Because if you can get those people the results that you're promising in your message, you're going to get amazing referrals. But not only that, you're going to get client retention. Those people will want to stay and continue to work with you. So think about how you can really build out an experience that's going to be so beneficial for your client that they leave with nothing but good things to say about you. And of course, there are chances that you could bring people in that aren't really vibing with you. So this is where your sales page and all of the kind of sales types of material and media you're putting out there is focusing on the people that you want to bring into your containers and is really focusing on your absolute dreamy soulmate clients because bringing people in that don't vibe with you and you don't vibe with them is going to hurt your business and it's not worth it for the long term. So really understanding who your clients are is going to be super, super important in this entire process. And remember, you can break the rules. The only place I would say not to break the rules is when you're working with your clients because your clients are expecting a type of service, a level of service that you are promising them. But in the other stages, you can break the rules. So think differently, think outside of the box, think about how you can do something different to someone else in the industry. So for example, if you're a Reiki healer and you were just doing kind of the bog standard stuff, think about how you can set yourself apart. So you are coming across as the authority in your industry, but that's an entirely different episode. But I really want you to think about how you can break these rules. Let me tell you something, right? Once you learn the rules, you can break them. It's so easy to break them, but do it in a very intentional way, not in the way that you're feeling like you're making mistakes, but really because you can break the rules and you can step outside of the norms and do things differently and do things the way you want to do them because you understand the rules, you understand the foundations, you've got all of that ironed out, you're very solid in that sense, your messaging is there, you've nailed that but now you can break the rules in terms of this lead generation stuff and do it a little bit differently and do it your own way. So that's everything from me today. I'm so happy that you're here and consuming this content and I really hope that this helps you to get a bit clearer on your message and where you should be doing certain things and how your strategy can and look based on all of the information that I've given you today. If you do want to connect with me, please do on Instagram. And if you have a moment, I would love it if you can review this episode because it will really help me give you the content that you want and that you need. And that is really going to elevate your business and bring those soulmate clients so that you can build the biggest amount of impact that your business possibly can. And I appreciate you so, so much for being here and I'll see you same time next week.